You're about to listen to Grace Pills by Reverend Josh Lai, lead pastor at Caris Center International. Reverend Josh Lai is a preacher of the gospel of the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. Be blessed as you listen. with grace that only God supplies. Thank you for light. Thank you for you. Thank you for clarity of purpose, clarity of thought, clarity of understanding, and clarity of expression. The word of God comes unhindered. The word of God comes with light and power. The word of God comes and it shall be divided precisely and accurately in the knowledge of you, Christ. There shall be no errors, no contradictions. You'll be glorified. We'll be edified. In the name of Jesus, amen and amen. Begin to speak in tongues, everybody. Speak in tongues. Speak in tongues. Segreste de debris, tibria da 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 dos, shada da da degria da 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 bas. Pesos de segria da 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 bas, shandon da degria grande de de bas, shada de de debria da 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 bas. Mandan degria bada, yandon da 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 ba, den grande degria bada de bes. Agandan degria bada ya bas, de degria da 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 ba ya Jesus. Glory to Jesus. Macross the grace the grace da 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 did a spiritual work in you. But it didn't change you that you are still a human being. Why? If it did that, then you leave this earth. And so one of the major reasons why the Christian prays is that they can live the supernatural life still in this human body. Here on earth. So the Christian who does not pray. Becomes very, very vulnerable. To what the human body. And their surroundings dictate to them. And the reason why every believer must pray continually is that you don't fall prey to the dictates of your flesh. You don't pray that God does your will. 
You pray so you can do the will of God. Because for most of us, that has been our mentality about prayer. That we pray for God to do our will. And I have told us several times that if that really is the case, you can imagine the kinds of things that will happen. Because if you look at some of your will, you yourself will be shy about them. You don't want to publicly admit them, true or false. Yeah. So we all have different wills and desires that are not in alignment with the will of God. And because of that, when the believer prays, they move their whole being to align and to practically live the will of God. Praise God. So you see, if you're praying for healing, healing is not your will. <laughs> healing is the will of God. Did you get that? <laughs> healing is the will of God. It is the will of God that you will live in a healthy body. So you see, when you're praying for healing, you think that you are praying your will. No, it is not your will. It is God's will that you are healed. Did you get it clearly? Okay. All right. So if you understand that, you would always live the life of prayer. You always, wherever you are, you'll be praying. Because you see, the more you pray, the more you walk the supernatural walk. Let me tell you something. We do a lot of natural things. But yet, it's amazing that we expect supernatural results. How is that possible? You do so much natural stuff and yet you expect supernatural results. How is it possible? You understand the law of Genesis. The seed gives birth according to its kind, true or false. So, human beings give birth to what? Human beings. Animals give birth to animals. A sheep gives birth to what? Sheep. So if you do natural things, what results do you get? Good. So if you do supernatural things, what do you get? Supernatural results. So it's so clear. Prayer is a supernatural activity. And it gives you supernatural results. So the man, the woman who engages a life of prayer lives the life of the supernatural.
That's what Galatians speaks to and says that you don't, God is not mocked. And people think that is judgment. No. God is not mocked. Whatever a man sows, that's what he reaps. That's what he's talking about. That when we sow to the things of the flesh, we do natural things, we will get natural what? Results. When we do supernatural things, we will get supernatural what? Results. Simple. Okay. So, you must give yourself to supernatural things. When a man, listen to me, when a man deceives themselves a lot, they are the ones who never pray. Yes. But when you know that you, anytime you are in control, you are in a mess, you live the life of prayer. Can't you see that anytime you are in charge, what the world teaches you, you get yourself in a mess. But anytime that he is in charge, you are good. So the more you know yourself, the more you get into the place of prayer. <laughs> Praise God. Because that's where grace is released for supernatural works to see supernatural results. Praise God. I'm speaking on what I've titled Pray for One Another. Praying for One Another. Praying for one another. The prayer series. Praying for one another. Matthew 28, 19 to 20. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded you and lo. I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Number one, the Greek term, mathesis, which is disciple. Go and make disciples. The word disciples is the word mathetes. In the Greek, generally it refers to student, pupil, apprentice or adherent as opposed to a teacher. In the Asian world, however, it is most often associated with people who were devoted followers of a great religious leader or teacher of philosophy. So what it means is that if you are a disciple of Christ, you are a student of Christ. You are an apprentice of Christ. Number two, he said, go make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in my name, the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, teaching them, teaching them to observe all things 
that I have commanded you. So Jesus commanded his disciples. He did what? He did what? He, oh, he did what? So a disciple is what? Commanded. A disciple listens to instructions. A disciple does not do what they like. A disciple does not do what they feel. An apprentice always listens to the instructions of their master, true or false. So, if you are a disciple of Christ, you don't do what you want. You don't do what you like. You observe your master and you do what your master wants you to do. You take their instructions and in the end when you are done with the job, when you do a job, everybody says you are like your master. True or false? Do you know that they ask you, where did you learn trade from? When you mention the name of your master, everybody says, oh, I now understand. Why? Because you observed your master and you took instructions from your master. So you become like your master. So you don't come to church to do what you like. You are not a Christian to do what you like. You are a disciple. You are an apprentice. The best apprentice is the best observer of their master. True or false? The best apprentice always listens to their master. You can have the best of talents, but if you don't listen to your master and you don't observe your master, you will leave your master at the end and you do something else. Nobody will compare you to who you learned it from, true or false. Many Christians today want to be the best of their own and not of Christ. And that's the messages we hear in a lot of places. That's why we do a lot of innovation with the word of God. Because we want to be unique. In Christianity, you are not made unique. In Christianity, you are tailored according to the dictates of your master. And you become like your master, Christ. Praise God. So one of the things the master commanded is that we pray. True or false? Teach them all the things that I have commanded you. I've commanded you. 
So prayer is one of the commands of the master. It's one of the instructions of the master. And the master has expectation that the disciples, the apprentice, the student, praise. Matthew 5, 43 to 46. Where does the command of prayer come from? Where does it stem from? You have heard that it was said, you shall love your neighbor and hate your enemy. He was referring to Moses' law. But I say to you, Love your enemies. Bless those who curse you. Do good to those who hate you. And pray for those who spitefully use you and persecute you. So prayer stems out of love. When you love somebody, you pray for them. You cannot pray for people you don't love. So Jesus says, people can have you as an enemy. But you cannot have them as enemies. Did you understand what I just said? People can decide to hate you. But as his apprentice, you don't have the right to hate anybody. And he says, for them that hate you, for them that spitefully use you, for them that curse you, he says, Pray for them. And the word pray there is not a word that praying in vengeance. Yeah. For those of you who don't have treated this before, so you can go to the love series and, 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 and get everything. So you say that, oh, he said we should pray that um, cause of fire will be on their head. So when you see a scripture like this, you say, oh, that's what he, he's saying that I should pray. <laughs> and fire, 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 the one who has taken my glory, fire, your glory. Somebody can take your glory. Your glory. You are sure. Then you are not a child of God. Your glory is intact. You lost the contract, so somebody took your glory. 
So your glory is in the contract that you get. You see how cheap your glory is. All right. Let's come back home. So, so listen carefully. You pray for the people that hate you. The word bless them there is the word speak well of them. That's the word. When you hear the word blessed, there are two. It's either that you're privileged, happy. So when you say blessed are the peacemakers, it says privileged are the peacemakers or happy are the peacemakers. Clear. When you see the word blessed here, this one in this context actually speaks to speaking well, eulogizing somebody. So you speak well of them. So he says, though they speak evil of you, speak well of them. Did you hear that? Oh, did you hear that? Yes. You speak well of them. Okay. Did the master do that? Hello? Father, forgive them. For they know not what they do. So the master did that. And he's telling the apprentice to do same. So the apprentice should pray for their enemies just like the master prays for his enemies. Hello. So it means that Anytime you see somebody praying, they are praying because love has filled their hearts. That's why there's nothing like dangerous prayers. So can you see that? It's out of the premise of prayer. Yeah. Because if you pray and you must pray out of love, are you getting the point? It's not like God won't hear you. That's not what I'm saying. But I'm telling you clearly that the prayer that the believer prays is the prayer that is out of what? Love. Praise God. Are you getting the point? Yes. It's a good God. You don't pray out of hate. You don't pray out of what? You don't pray out of what? Hate. Never. Okay. Look at the 45. That you may be sons of your father in heaven. For he makes his son rise on the evil and on the good. And sends rain on the just. And on the unjust. For if you love those who love you, what reward have you? Do not even the tax collectors do the same. Tax collectors in those days had a certain character. Okay, they do things for people who do things for them. You give them bribe. They reduce your tax. Simple. 
So he says the tax collectors do things because other people do things for them. So hand go, hand come. He says, no, you are not like that. Look at the example before you. Your father in heaven who sent me, the Christ, who is your example. I love those who hate me. And I pray for those who spitefully use me. Hello. Wow. 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 So look at what Jesus did to show you that this is exactly what he does for you and I. Matthew 26, 37 to 41. And he took with him Peter and the two sons of Zebedee. And he began to be sorrowful and deeply distressed. Then he said to them, my soul is exceedingly sorrowful. Even to death, stay here and watch with me. Hello. He went a little further and fell on his face and prayed saying, oh father, if it is possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not as I will, but as you will. Then he came to the disciples and found them sleeping and said to them, what? Could you not watch with me one hour? Watch and pray lest you enter into temptation. The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. The explanation is very clear. Anytime a man prays, they will do the will of the spirit. Anytime a man doesn't pray, they yield to the weakness of the flesh. But he needed companions in prayer. At the peak of his assignment, what he came to do, he was asking his disciples to help him in prayer. They were nowhere to be found. Hello. And he was surprised at them. Oh, really? You couldn't stay with me for just an hour in prayer. And he prayed three hours. Then they slept three hours. <laughs> wow. If Jesus needed prayer support, then he's telling us that we need prayer support from one another. <laughs> that in the darkest moment of your life, you need somebody's intercession. There's so much power in praying for one another. So much power in praying for one another. 
So Jesus was coveting the help of the disciples in prayer. But they were nowhere to be found. Luke 22, 31. Watch this scripture carefully. So Jesus comes to Simon Peter and said, Simon, Simon, listen. Satan has asked excessively that all of you be giving up to him. What he, he's telling them what the enemy is planning. That he might sift all of you like grain. So you see, this scripture, most people think that he was just talking about Peter being sifted. No. He was talking about all the disciples. So listen to me very carefully. When somebody tells you that the enemy is after your life, they have not given you a prophecy. <laughs> ah. He is going to and fro, seeking whom? So, what is exclusive about this? Do you get it? <laughs> so, every day, <laughs> he wants you to get out of the power and the keeping of what? Of God. Every, every time. That's the enemy's plan. Shadow. That's the purpose for which he exists. But watch this. Somebody say the power of intercession. Oh, say the power of intercession. Tell them this is why you should be praying for me. Oh, please. Please tell them like you mean it. But I have prayed especially for you, Peter. He wanted all of them. But he prayed especially for Peter. And then told Peter that your own faith may not fail. And when you yourself have turned again, Strengthen and establish your brethren. Get in it. So the prayer is in chain. Jesus prays for Peter. 
The Peter's faith does not fail. Peter stands and Peter can pray for the others. Praise God. Listen to me. If we get to understand this and we become that praying church, praying for one another, gossip can't have a place. Hate can't have a place. Are you getting the point? Division can't have a place. When somebody is hurting you, know that it is in the agenda of the enemy. To keep all of us out of the power and the keeping of God. Hey. So what you do for them rather. Is whilst they are hurting you. You pray for them. Are you getting the point? You are not understanding me. No you have not. I know you have not. A little. You have not gotten everything. Who was Peter going to betray? Who prayed for Peter? Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. So he prayed for Peter. Who dare you to curse the one who is hurting you? And, and then you are told that it is the will of God. Cast them to die. Look at Mark 60. 67. And you see the continuation of this story. And you will know that it started in love. It was revealed in love. He didn't pray for him just as one of those things. He prayed for him out of love. And was waiting to see the manifestation of this love. That the devil will not have his way with Peter. And with the rest of the disciples. Praise God. So Jesus now. Look at them. But he said to them, do not be alarmed. You seek Jesus of Nazareth. Who was crucified? So you see, when the ladies went. Salome and Mary Magdalene went to see Jesus at the tomb. And Jesus was not there. Look at what the, the angel said. He is risen. He is not here. See the place where they laid him. Seven. But go tell his disciples and Peter. Praise God.
So Jesus was looking forward to see the manifestation of his prayer. That Peter survived it. That Peter stood. That Peter did not fail in his faith. Peter is still loved by him. The enemy planned it. But his prayer survived Peter. Peter is still standing. And Peter was strengthening the disciples. Praise God. Let me give an, another example. Acts 9. Verse 9 to 12. Apostle Paul. When he was converted. Look at what happened. Look at what happened. There's nothing like praying for one another. Nothing. Acts 9. 9 to 12. And he was three days without sight after his encounter with the Lord Jesus. Neither ate nor drank. Now there was a certain disciple in Damascus named Ananias. And to him the Lord said in the vision, Ananias. And he said, here I am, Lord. Ananias was a certain disciple. So please, Ananias was not a leader in the church. He was a certain what? Are you understanding it? Yes. A certain disciple was a common floor member. He had a vision. Watched it. Ananias was sensitive. Praise God. If Ananias had his heart set on things, stuff, do you think he would see something? Hey, are you here? It tells you where he was. Do you know that for most of us, God is speaking, but you can't hear? It's not because he's not speaking. No. You can't hear. You can't hear. You can see. So the Lord said to him, arise. Go to the street called Straight. And inquire at the house of Judas. For one called Saul of Tarsus. What this? For behold, he is praying. Can you see the connection? Paul was praying. Ananias was also there. Doing his own stuff. So there was the connection. Are you hearing me? So, Paul was praying. 
in the prayer, there was a connection to a disciple called Ananias will come to the aid of Paul. But Paul, who was just a day old in the Lord, was praying for three days. I'm too young to pray. I'm, 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 I'm too young. I just, I'm an infant in the Lord. No. And so, Ananias, in his prayer, connected to Saul in his prayer. And in the end, that same Saul became Paul, who wrote two-thirds of the scriptures, of this New Testament, sorry, epistles. And he became the one who founded the most churches and became all of that which God wanted to use him to do because there was an Ananias who also prayed. Are you here with me? Galatians 6 2. Bear, endure, carry one another's burden. And a troublesome moral fault. And troublesome moral faults. And in this way, fulfill and observe perfectly. The law of Christ, which is love, and complete what is lacking in your obedience of it. Hello? Oh, hello? Did this scripture sum everything I've spoken? So, what makes all of us stand in our place in Christ and move to different dimensions in the spirit is because we pray for one another. We carry one another's what? Burdens. Can't you see how now we live in the faith where people want and wish their brothers to rather go down so that they can be up. That they can be called the ones who are very righteous. The ones who stand above it all. It's deception. It is not of God. It is not of Christ. 
He says, when you carry one another's bedding, in this way you fulfill and observe perfectly the law of Christ, which is the law of love. Matthew 5, verse 45 to 40 is what he's quoting. I'll teach you that very soon. They don't normally quote Christ verbatim. But they pick what Christ has said and they explain it to us in the letters that they wrote to the churches. So that's Matthew 5. Verse 45. Why? Because these ones were written before the synoptic gospels were written. Are you getting the point? Yes. So the letters were written first before the four gospels came. So you never see the disciples quoting four gospels or the apostles quoting four gospels because the letters were written. So it was later that they gave the account and it was written. You see them rather preaching from the Old Testament. The fulfillment of it in what? In the new, after the death, burial, resurrection of who? Christ. Is that very clear? So what Christ said in Matthew is exactly what Paul is telling us. That when people go down, when believers are in trouble, when believers find themselves in their lowest estate, they have believers to rather pray for them out of love. Support them. Stand with them. So Acts 12.5. We all know what happened in Acts 12.5. James killed by Herod and was now having Peter sent him to jail to finish him. Look at what the church did. So Peter was kept in prison. But let's all read. But what? Prayer. For him mm -hmm, was being what? Made fervently by the church of God. Praise God. He's too low. That has got him into prison. Leave him alone. Was that their response? They said it can't happen. It happened to James. We made a mistake. Now, Peter, it won't happen. Oh, praise God. And they prayed constantly, fervently. In the end, Peter was released. Praise God. Say, praying for one another is the best decision of any church. Any believer who does not pray for one another lacks in the love of Christ. First Timothy 2 1. Paul, 
writing to his son Timothy. First of all then, I urge that entreaties and prayers and petitions and thanksgivings be made on behalf of all men. <laughs> first of all, say first of all. Oh, say first of all. So Paul, teaching and training his son Timothy said, the first thing I want you to note and to do is to make intercession for all men. First, let that be your priority. Look at Apostle Paul himself. Philippians 1.4 Always offering prayer with joy in every prayer for you all. Oh my God. Always offering prayer with joy in my every prayer for you all. He offers the prayer with joy. Because in his prayer, somebody will be delivered. Somebody will be saved. There's an intervention. There's an intervention. Somebody who was weak is now standing up. Somebody who was not healed is now healed. Somebody who is desperate is now good. And that is his joy. That by his intercession, the people are free from the attacks of the enemy. They will stand and they'll be able to walk the work of faith. They will work the works of God. They will live in full identity of what God has made them. With joy. It is the joy. Listen to me. If, if you are truly a believer, it will always be your joy to see people thrive. To see people do well. And you know the only way that that can happen is, is when prayer goes. Is when prayer goes. Is when prayer goes. Is when prayer goes. Is when prayer I engaged somebody. He said he wanted to be part of this church. He's a pastor. He wants to come. I said, oh, why not? Come. I told him, if you come, you be part of the members. And you go through everything you have to go through. And then time will tell. He said, so what do you do here? I said, oh, we pray. Fridays we pray. Pray from 12 midnight to 10 p.m. Huh? What are you doing? What are you asking? He said, I trained, I, I was trained by another pastor. 
um, called a very big name out, out there in Nigeria, said, he, we spend more time in planning and strategizing. We pray, we pray little. No wonder I've not seen him again after that day. Really? Plan? Strategize? Did you see Paul tell Timothy? Timothy, plan. Strategize. Tell me wherever you saw Jesus tell his disciple. Plan. Strategize. That's why the church has become what it is. Because we have taken the way of the world. We plan. Yes. We have a lot of meetings. Yeah. Meetings. Here when you come, you pray more. We miss, we meet less. When we meet, it is short because everything else has been prayed into it. So when we speak, it's like God himself speaking and it is direct. Craftiness of men have taken over the place of the spirit. Always offering prayer with joy. And my every prayer for you all. Colossians 1, 9. For this reason also, since the day we heard of it, in other words, we heard of your faith, that you have received the Lord Jesus, that you are doing well in the faith. He said, we have not ceased to pray for you. We have not ceased to strategize for you and to plan for you. We have not ceased to pray for you and to ask that you may be filled with the knowledge of his will in all spiritual wisdom and understanding. Colossians 4.3 Praying at the same time for us as well. So Paul says, as we pray for you, pray for us. Oh, praise God. Somebody say, pray for one another. So listen, your pastor needs prayer. And anytime I'm praying for you, I am praying for myself. Oh, are you getting the point? Yes. Because do you know what? You are my joy. When I see you doing well, that is my joy. So anytime I pray for you, I am praying for me. Because that is what will make my joy be what? Full. Anytime you pray for me, you are praying for yourself. Because how I feed you is how you grow. 
And as much as I stand well in the faith, it is to your benefit. Are you getting it? So Paul is saying, as much as we pray for you, you also pray for us. And he said, so that we may speak forth the mystery of Christ, for which I have also been imprisoned. If you don't pray for me, very soon I'll change the message. Yeah. And I'll start speaking to your flesh. Six steps. Six steps to become the wealthiest man. Strategies for fast-growing churches. You go and make all the money and you come with depression because you don't know the joy of the Lord. <laughs> I feed your flesh rather than your spirit. When you don't pray for your pastors, they can easily lose focus. Did you hear what I said? And they can start playing to the gallery. So if I say it, they won't like it. Listen, I've seen church done in so many ways. I've good experience. And I could do it. And do it in that manner. And get it so powerfully this place would have been filled long ago. I know what I can say. That will appeal to you. That you easily bring your friends. I'll pick a series on marriage. Yes. And treat it for three months. By the time I'm done, you see a lot of people will stay. They will leave their churches. Do you know what happens? In the end, do you know what I just taught all of you? Rebellion. Number two, you came not because of the spirit. You came because of the flesh. One of these days, I will say something that will hit your flesh. You will not look back. You go. And you go to another place. Where they tickled your flesh. That's how we are running church these days. That's why people are moving from one church to the other. They can stay. Because they didn't come through the door. They came through the window. Are you here with me? Say the window. Did you come through the window or the door? Praise God. Praying for us at the same time as well. That God will open to us the door of the word. That we may speak the mystery of Christ. Praise God. It is important that we pray for one another. 
Hello. Yeah. Please ask the person, are you praying for me today? Oh, please ask them. Say to them, the time you spend in gossiping about me use that time to pray for me do you know that people gossip about people as if they want the best for them As if they want the best for them. No, it's not true. Anytime you are gossiping about people, check your heart. It's because truly, you don't wish them well. Yeah. You are as much of a happy that something wrong is happening to them. If you really wish people well, how you speak about their issues is different. You turn it into prayer. True or false? You turn it into prayer. You turn it into prayer. Tell the next person, don't allow the enemy from today to give you a job. Follow the example as an apprentice of your master. Yeah. Who is your master? Jesus. What did he pray? What did he do? He prayed. For those who are down, he prayed for them. Those who are weak, he prayed that they will be strong. Those who are in trouble, he prayed that they would get out of trouble. Those who are far from the Lord, he brought them close. That's what we do. You are blessed. Grace, glorious grace. All right. Grace, glorious grace. At the cross, you called it thin. Thank you for listening to Grace Bills by Reverend Josh Lai, lead pastor, Caris Center International. We believe the word has begun a good work in you. May God's amazing grace lead you to a peaceful and joy-filled life. Caris Center International, living heaven on earth.